Hey, I'm Jared. And I'm Sam. Welcome to Culture Catch-Up, everybody's favorite pop culture podcast where we catch up on some culture we somehow missed. Whether a movie or TV show, we explain why one of us hasn't seen it, discuss whether it's held up over time, and chat about why we loved or hated it. Stick around until the end of the episode for our favorite segment, Who's Hotter? And don't forget to subscribe to Culture Catch-Up wherever podcasts are available, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Catch-Up Culture. For this week's Culture Catch-Up, we'll be watching... Snatch. Ooh, I knew Very that, simple. I knew that was going to be a fun one to say. <laughs> one strong word all at the same time. Uh, but yes, we'll be, I'll be uh, introducing Sam to the culture that is Snatch, Guy Ritchie's 2000 heist action thriller. So, But before we talk about the movie Snatch, what has been snatching our attention <laughs> in our recent entertainment lives How do you what, what's been do that so easily? that one was kind of rough i'm not gonna lie no, I, I well, got it there came from, out so smoothly oh okay it, it, i started saying it and i wasn't quite sure it was gonna make it but you know i just kept talking to see <laughs> no, what would come out it. so there you we go uh but no so what has been entertaining you in the last uh since our last episode last really? couple of weeks yeah well um nobody be mad about this but i know i previously talked about younger yep and i did zip through it pretty quickly and then gave myself like maybe a two week break and then restarted it. <laughs> and I will finish it today. Um, so younger yet again. And can I just say, we are all sleeping on younger. It's that good. Yeah. It's this year. Season seven will air, which will be its last season. So there it's been on for six years and I have literally never heard a friend talk about it. I haven't maybe, heard about it until you started watching it. Well, that makes sense. You're a boy. Well, still, I feel like I'm kind of in the know in the in the know of yeah, what's I mean, going on in the TV land. World. Like there's no That's true. To be fair, I didn't know. know TV Land was even making its own original <laughs> programming. I only knew about it because it, it was Hillary Duff and Sutton Foster, but so either all my friends watch it and nobody talks about it or no one watches it, but I really need somebody to talk about it with. Caitlin, I know you listen to the podcast. Angela, <laughs> I know you listen to. I've told you both to watch it. Call them out. It, it's so good. I love it so much. I can't wait for the last season. So yet again, Younger has been entertaining me this week. What about you? What have you been watching? Let's see. Also, um, I love how we do this like we don't live together. I know. And know already. <laughs> But it's still fun. It's fun. We got, you know. We're telling maybe, the people, not exactly, each other. Exactly. And maybe there's something that, you know, has uh, just kind of gotten, th- fallen through the cracks that the other doesn't yeah. know that we're enjoying. But also, sadly, no, you know everything I'm watching this week. Also, you guys, tell us what you're watching on social media so that we have new things to watch. I know everyone constantly struggles for the next thing they want to watch, figuring out what that is. And we are also struggling to find new things. Yeah. Because I'm still... Quick recap. Yes, I'm still watching Lovecraft Country. I'm on sure. episode eight of ten, so almost there. Oh, well, and you're doing that pretty fast for you. For me, yes, I'm doing it pretty good. <laughs> and uh, But other than that, I think really the stuff that's been entertaining, entertaining me the most, though, is that uh, you and I have been watching through Cougar Town. We started yeah, watching that on Hulu. We're enjoying Cougar Town That's quite been a really bit. good. We yeah. started it like maybe a year ago and just like a few or... Sure, I was going to say like quite. five years ago. Oh, no, no, no. We watched it within the last year. I know. Oh. And we maybe watched like one, two episodes and just didn't, yeah. it didn't, didn't hit with us. But then we restarted it about a month ago, I'd say. And it's been hitting with us and it's been consistently funny. Yeah. It's what we are watching most nights. But that makes sense and kind of tracks for us because we both like Bill Lawrence shows. Yeah, you know? definitely. He, he did Scrubs and then Ted Lasso. So we're just catching the show in between. Yeah. 
So, and it's been really good. It has a lot of the same similar Scrubs feel, I'd say to it. Oh, definitely. And that's one of the things that I really loved about Scrubs is like how it's written and it's, you know, characters interact and it's kind of like weird throwaway gimmicks that like that keep coming back like this one they have like the confidence dance like two characters just like dance before they do something they're having they're like having yeah penny can a game (laughs) they play where they try to literally throw a penny into a can and if they make it they they all everybody play everybody playing has to go penny can can! (laughs) (laughs) it's fun i hadn't really thought about it until you said it just now but it does feel a lot like scrubs yeah that makes sense so i mean it's got some people in it too zach braff did have a guest appearance yes as that app on Lori's phone. Oh, I was going to say he directed some, but then I realized I was confusing it. He did direct some episodes, or at least one of Ted Lasso. Oh, Ted Lasso. It's been Ted Lasso, yeah. We're going to rewatch an episode that. On, on Ted Lasso. It, it, you know, it's not, I know because everybody we've introduced that show to has said, my God, it's amazing. Oh, and we should you know, make somebody do an episode. So, with yeah, us about we it. need to force more people to watch Ted Lasso. Maybe Angela, she's watched it like six times. That's true. We see, made a super fan out of Angela. <laughs> so, we got to do that. Uh, but no, so I feel like that's, oh, and then also we watched the Grammys last uh, last weekend. Yes, so. we did watch Got the caught Grammys. up in all that current culture. And it was pretty good. It, it was. was definitely the best of the pandemic award shows we've watched. By far. Which is all of them because I am a real awards show person. Yeah, it was definitely the best. Like, I love how they, you know, they had the people out on the tables up on that balcony and everything. And that's where they were giving out the awards and everything. But right. the performances were all in just like this big room. With and they all had each little mini stages, yeah. and so they do their songs one after the other. But then it was just the other artists watching the artists perform, which, which I was know really that's pretty fun. much what the Grammys is anyway. But still, in like more of a more uh, intimate. personal, intimate feel, and yeah. it, it translated really well. I thought it I thought. did, and it, some of the performances were definitely pre-recorded, right? Some yes. of those were like more like music video type, but. All our favorite people were there. We got to see Dua Lipa mm. be the perfect pop princess she is. She was amazing. We got to see Haim. We got to see Harry Styles with Billie no Eilish. shirt on. Phineas. Yeah, we got to see. Oh, yeah, we let Harry Styles Billie. and all his boas and <laughs> nipples. And nipples. <laughs> I love that big butterfly tattoo. I, not that it's a butterfly. I love where it is. Where is it? I didn't really like, notice on it. His I saw chest. The... You know how girls get, you know, like Rihanna's. Yes. Under boob tattoo. Yep, yep, yep. It's kind of like the dude version of that. It's a little bit lower. Oh, okay. I love okay. that placement. I noticed his like two swallows and stuff on his chest. Or yeah, he's got stuff. a lot. Yeah, no, he's got quite And a then few. his whole arm is just like a bunch of dumb random stuff all mushed together like my leg. Yep. Um also uh Silk Sonic's performance. Yes. Who had only released that song like a week before that performance. Oh. So wait. I got confused it was incredible. And, or was like had it clarified for me during the Grammys. But they Anderson Pac and Bruno Mars are coming together and their group is Silk Sonic. Correct. I thought the song was Silk Sonic. No, that song is called Leave the Door Open. Got they it. They have created a new sense. group called Supersonic. Silk and Sonic. supposedly did I say supersonic? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's another band already. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. <laughs> but they are supposedly releasing a whole album, though I haven't been able to find a release date for it yet, unfortunately. Maybe it's going to be a secret drop. I hope so. But they had like a little quick intro song before Leave the Door Open that Bootsy Collins was on, which was like a fun little shout. I mean, he's not even... He's only on it for a few seconds. But their performance at the Grammys was so fun. I've never seen anything so made for me. It was 
hysterical. I loved it. But then they also did that little Richard tribute during the uh, memoriam thing that was so fun. It was really good. It was very good. All, all around, great performances, I thought. Yeah. Everybody was good. I mean, there was a lot of people that even we were both like, I'm not totally who? sure who this is, but <laughs> it was still really fun, and all the performances felt really good and seemed really, yeah. like, you know, it just it just seemed to hit really well. It's going to push us to buy Dua Lipa concert tickets as soon as we can, There I were actually imagine. quite a few people that were like, oh, we should see them, like Black Pumas. and Oh, yeah, uh, we live in Austin. We've never seen the Black yeah, Pumas. Yeah, no, that made us feel really uncultured, but yeah. oopsies. <laughs> Here we are trying to catch each other up on culture and just missing out on... <laughs> The culture happening up around <laughs> us every day. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead then and talk about Snatch. 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 It's a fun, it's a fun movie title to say. Yeah, I like say. it. Uh, and it perfectly describes what this movie is. So um, Snatch was released in 2000 and was directed by Guy Ritchie. You might know him by some of his other movies, such as the Sherlock Holmes movies uh, starring Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. He's also done the movie Before Snatch with Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, which is very popular as well. Uh, Rock and Rolla, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Like it's, He's done quite a few movies. And but you know I've never seen any of those. So you know that I know him as Madonna's ex-husband. Exactly. Which... <laughs> what, yeah, which I honestly <laughs> didn't know that he was. So that was pretty uh, a pretty fun little fact that I that I've learned. I really thought I had seen Guy Ritchie movies, and then we looked at his IMDb, and no, I don't think there were any I had seen. Hmm. I maybe I'm, I used to usually get him confused too with because they just share the same name, Guy Pierce. But I know they're they're different people, and so I sometimes would just hear the Is names. Is Guy Pierce a director? He does direct some a oh. little bit. I'm pretty sure. So maybe I've want I've wondered. Do I if, mix them up too? <laughs> I I, w- I wonder if that's always been because for a while there I was always like oh yeah guy guy Richie he's that guy and then I was like no 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 wait that's the director guy Pierce the actor oh okay yeah I see guy Pierce so I always no I definitely knew that. who he was because he was married to Madonna but yeah. oh, <laughs> I just see, thought I had I seen his movie I actually didn't know that we were doing like research and stuff about this movie before we recorded and she told me that and I was like oh had no idea which actually makes sense. Makes You're some out of the, the loop movie. in early 2000s pop culture I, yeah. trivia. I mean, uh, admittedly so. And I'm very in that <laughs> loop. <laughs> uh, but so Snatch stars Jason Statham, Brad Pitt, Benicio Del Toro, Dennis Farina, and actually a whole lot of other people. So it's actually a pretty stacked cast or like a big, has a very big cast. Um, I won't read through everybody. Like Oh, like Lenny James is another Oh, actor. the guy from Pearl um, Harbor is in it. I'm going blank. In Pearl Harbor, he like has a funny voice. Oh, you and Brenner. You and Brenner. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in it as well. I'm all uh, excited to see him. I think he was. There's not many people I know really. Yeah, in it. it's a, just a couple of people that I've just seen. Vinnie Jones, uh, just a few other people that I've seen come up through a few other things. But the plot of this movie is unscrupulous boxing promoters, violent bookmakers, a Russian gangster, incompetent amateur robbers, and supposedly Jewish jewelers fight to track down a priceless stolen diamond. Supposedly Jewish jewelers? It's a, it's a, it's a little (laughs) plot line that runs throughout, but well, let's just talk about how many of the words in that description are things I really don't care about. Yeah. Boxing, violence, gangster. Here's the thing about this one that I'm hoping I'm hoping will come through because I'm not necessarily I mean, it's supposed to be funny. Yes. I, it's that is one of the things that I love about this movie, which we won't get into too far at uh, too much right now, but 
I think the writing of it is really sharp and it has a lot of like good throwaway one-liners or not even throwaway one-liners, just really quotable ones. It has just like some really smart jokes in it. It's, it's also, you know, it's a heist movie and it's one too, that kind of takes a little bit of similar along the lines of like a love actually movie where it's all the different intersecting characters and they, and their, mm. all, their lives intersect around one point. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that style of a movie too, which I really enjoy. And did you just compare snatch to love actually. I did just for Those the thematic pretty different. They're different. Yes. But it's still about groups of people no, who know, shouldn't have interconnected lives and they do around this one specific thing in love. Actually it was love in snatch. <laughs> it's a diamond. So, you know, <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, it's fun. It's just a lot of fun. I was introduced to it by my old roommate, uh, Dave Thompson. And so he showed it up to me as he was just like, dude, this is, this movie's so good. You're going to love it. I think you're going to like it a lot. It's funny, you know, and it's just like, and he sold it really well. And then I was like, sure, let's watch it. And then I fe- I fell in love with it. So I mean, I don't hate a heist movie. Yeah. Cause have you seen and or like the oceans movies, you know, I'm not sure of the answer to that. I have to have seen some of them at some we point. We saw the... We did see the new one. The new one, Ocean's And it was 8. awesome. It was so good. But I think I probably liked it because of all the ladies in it. I've seen... I know I've seen the Ocean's movies. I remember liking the first one the most. The last one, I don't remember anything. There's so many people in them. Yeah, but that's what that makes those movies fun. That. And like yeah. similar to this one, too. There's a lot of people in this movie as well. Wait, isn't Brad Pitt in Oceans? Yes. Huh. Yeah. So, see, he makes his way into a lot of heist movies. So, but, uh, so do you know anything about this movie at all? Oh no. Okay. I know the poster because it's just like the whole cast. Yeah. The poster. I know. I mean, I just remember it, Oh, but I I constantly mixed it up with that other one that isn't related at all. That has Halle Berry in it. Swordfish. Yeah. Yeah. And what's that one about? Uh, Hacker. I'm not, I actually have never seen swordfish. It's one that I've always kind of like had on the list. If to my understanding, it's again, it's some kind of like heist or some kind of like I wonder why similar I mix thing. Those two up. But I feel like they're more like hackers, you know, like huh. hacker man kind of stuff. I don't know. I'm not really. I'm not totally sure. No, I don't really know anything about it. Well, good. I hope. I know Brad Pitt, and I know the poster, and that's about it. All right. Well, I hope that it does come across is enjoyable for you. I'm we'll sli- I'm a little worried because <laughs> I know the there's the. The comedy, but I also know the other elements of the movie might overshadow the funnies. Sure. So. Well, I mean, you know, that's what this whole podcast is about. It's an experiment. Exactly. We're needing to expose each other to new things that we may or may not like. It's fine. Yep. So with that, we're going to go watch Snatch and we'll come back with our thoughts. So Sam, did this film snatch your attention? No. I was afraid of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, for a number of reasons, not. So like the overall being that it just was a little too violent to. Uh, yeah, but also I couldn't understand anything anyone said. The accents <laughs> in this film are very, very strong. I will say that. Like you warned me about the Brad Pitt accent because that's like a touch point for this movie is that right. it's, it's funny how bad his Irish accent is. But I didn't think it was funny. I thought it was annoying because I had no idea what he was saying. It's, it is it is honestly a movie that maybe you watch it the first time. And then if you watch it the second time, turn on some subtitles or something so you can like yeah, actually I don't know understand. There's be a second time. <laughs> I know there would be a second time for you. But the next time I watch it, because 
Uh, we, we did it hold up for you? Oh uh, yeah, like uh, it's it's one that like I said the the lines of it. I just have specific scenes in my head all the time of up from the film, and so it just is one that's highly quotable for me. Highly, you know, brings back a lot of like all the parts that I laughed at the first time I watched the movie. I wa- I laughed at this time. I really enjoy Brad Pitt's accent because it is just so off the wall and just right. so like what you know and it is and it's fun too that like even it's not played off where the other characters even understand it and they're like oh yeah we know what you're saying the other characters like yeah what yeah <laughs> like, what are you saying it's a character train of his yeah so it's i like all that stuff a lot and as we were i mean it had been a few years since i'd seen this movie for sure and so as especially some of the more violent parts were coming up and stuff which although i will say they never show anyone actually die on screen everything like that is all is always yeah off. but i have an imagination right and they and they you know what's happening in a few parts and everything but and then even too i was like oh some of this like some of the action and some of the violence and stuff is even played off for laughs and as we're watching i'm like oh that's not gonna translate over to her i just <laughs> it's, it's funny to me like i know there's sometimes like things happen like somebody died and i was like ha <laughs> And you were just silent. Yeah, that's yeah, so not. I was just like, death isn't funny uh, to me. This isn't gonna translate as well. But I just really hoped it would have. But well, and you know, I was also just concerned about the dog the whole time. Right, which there was a dog at the beginning, and so you know, well, well, he's a character. Throughout. He's a character throughout the mo- throughout the movie, and you were just like, is this dog gonna die? Which I mean, and you spoiler said, alert. I was like, if if the dog was gonna die, I wouldn't have the movie. I wouldn't. Yeah, but didn't you say you had to Google it when I, we were I watching was like it? Ninety nine percent sure that nothing happened to the dog, but at the same time, I was like, I don't want to, that one percent. No, I would have been be so wrong. sad. Yeah, because I mean, like that's why you never gave uh, what is it House of Cards a chance? Yeah, he no, kills he the killed the dog in the, dog in the first, first episode, episode. Like, and like the first five minutes of the first episode. Yeah, I was like, out. Nope, I'm out. I mean, also that guy always creeped me out. I mean, for justified reasons. So, but no, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. So what were the things, though, that did stick out? Because we, even though it's not necessarily your cup of tea of a movie, you do like a movie with a stacked cast. And like mm-hmm. we, you know. Yeah, but this wasn't a stacked cast to me. I don't know any of those people. That's true. So that was another thing that I miscalculated. <laughs> I thought you knew, like, Benicio Del Toro for more things. No, which, by the way, maybe, is he, like, the coolest person ever? He's pretty cool. I, do I, like I mean, I didn't even see him much. He just seems to be very cool. Yeah. But no, I don't think I've ever actually seen him in anything. The only thing I can really think of is I know because I know you you saw him in theaters with me was Last Jedi. He's in a character. He's a yeah, character. Yeah, I don't that. remember that. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I thought you had so known this him was more. Pretty but I've much seen him. Brad Pitt because yeah, I don't. I've never seen a Jason Statham movie. I do recognize Dennis Farina, mm-hmm. but I can't like pinpoint. Yeah, what we were looking from? through his IMDb. I just know, and like I know the only his thing, face. Yeah, that I knew that you'd probably really seen him in was he's Nick Miller's dad on New Girl. Right. But I'm sure that was only a couple episodes. That he yeah, was really so on there. all these other people, who what do you know them from? Who well, are these people? Well, just like Benicio Del Toro, I've seen from several things. Uh, Star Wars, Marvel movies, Sicario. Um, and then Dennis Farina, I had seen mostly in Law & Order before this. Oh. And then Jason Statham, obviously just. Did you watch Law & Order? I watched a lot of Law & Order growing up. Yeah, I've watched a lot of Law and Order. Wait, Law and Order was on when you were growing up? Law and Order's been on for like 50 years. <laughs> That's an exaggeration, but it's been on for a long time. I did not know that. Yeah. We didn't well, I guess not. Like I've I haven't watched as much normal Law and Order, which is what Dennis, Dennis Farina was on, as opposed to Law and Order SVU because of Elliot Stabler. Oh, SVU is Law and Order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, these shows like that, that, that branch CSI, off. Oh, well, all Law and, of, because Law and Order I get like, lost in them. Well, because there's Law and Order, the Law and Order SVU, Law and Order Criminal Intent, Law like there's oh like God, why? five different spinoffs of Law. Yeah, and Order. so I don't, I forget about, I forget that they all, yeah. Yeah, so that's how I knew about Dennis Farina and how I knew about Collins from Rent is he's on Law and Order as well. Oh, that's right. We were just so, we just happened to see him in an episode the other day. It's a fun rabbit hole to go down <laughs> of like what on YouTube getting a compilation of like now famous actors who have appeared on Law and Order. Well, like and everybody's been on Law and Order. It at must some be point. shot in New York. I'm pretty sure it is because yeah. it's like every Broadway actor ever has been on an, yeah. an episode of Law and Order. Yeah. I think it, it's just a very big thing. It's like one of those like rite of passage th- shows right. that like, everybody goes on. Like Degrassi. Yeah, exactly. For Canadian it's TV. The Cana- yeah, it's the American version <laughs> of Degrassi. <laughs> well, except Degrassi is made for teenagers. All right. Uh, so. And then uh, Stephen Graham, who plays Tommy, like I've seen him and he was in uh, Public Enemies. He was in Rocket Man. Uh, that's right. And a, and a few other. Oh, and I uh, did the recognize Irishman. him. So I've seen him in a few things through throughout as well so why did you think i was gonna know all these people <laughs> i think i just thought i since i knew them i and like I, we i don't know we watch we watch a lot of stuff i just kind of thought that like you knew the, who they yeah, were no, but turns no. out i didn't i this was kind of just a misfire all around but i i don't know i no, really thought not, it was gonna be it's not a misfire that's the point of this i know i, know. I thought that the the comedy would hold more sway Honestly, yeah, it wasn't that funny is what i thought was gonna was gonna do it but i like it so much because the love actually angle where it's all the intersect intersecting storylines for people who should be connected, but all eventually w- come together in one in some way. That's very fun for me. And I love seeing that well done. And I feel like it's really well done in this movie. Then I also wait, can I say something about that? Yeah, I, that is something I would normally enjoy because that's one of the reasons I love love actually. And all of those other movies that, um, what's his name made, you know, there's like Gary one Marshall. for every holiday. Yeah, all those Gary Marshall movies. They're all the same movie and they're all cheesy as hell. But I love them because I love I love that moment where you figure out how the circle is closed. Right. But with Snatch, I didn't get that feel at all because I didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> literally ever. One of my notes is I don't understand how all of these people are connected or what's happening. <laughs> I just can't. My brain doesn't compute things that aren't pure comedy (laughs) or just drama. If there's action involved, if there's heisty stuff, robbery, murdering, any of that kind of stuff, I just, my brain doesn't compute and I can't keep up with the storyline. Yeah. So I never knew what was happening. (laughs) So uh, kind of like, because this is a heist movie and it does have these interconnecting things, I didn't necessarily want to like talk too much about like the actual story beats because I didn't want to give it away for people right. who are listening to this and be like, oh, this sounds really fun. I might like watch it. Okay. Well, guys, it's a 21 year old movie. So yeah, we can. But also it. that we can talk about some of the things, but still. So basically what it is, is that Jason Statham and his is Turkish and his buddy Tommy, they are like run a unlicensed. It's very an illegal boxing that they help run that they're are or participate in it. They get up, put up against a gangster. Then at the same, who like they kind of fall into into a bad way with him and like become in his debt. So they have to figure out how to get way to get out of that. Side to this, there's this big uh, diamond that was stolen from uh, jewelers in Amsterdam that is now trying to get placed into different hands. There's like three different parties trying to get this diamond. All these stories basically all come running into each other at near the end of the film in a big climax. But the stuff that I like about it is just too also how I feel like Guy Ritchie has a very 
distinct style and like how he directs and everything. And this is one of his earlier movies. So you can see that his, his ideas, but like when the budget's not even totally there, right? Like a lot of stuff I was like seeing, like he would, it would have like either really fast, quick cuts, very quick paced conversation when stuff was meaning to be like impactful and slow down, like during like the boxing fights and everything like that. There was a lot of times of just like a big, like, loud sound effects followed by slow motion or like the uh yeah, low shutter footage where it like was very like slow but like stretchy and like weird like the lots of like even freeze frames being added in one of my yeah. favorite things that i love about it in a recurring role about benicio del toro's character frankie Fourfingers, is that sounds like his has, name yeah is he has a, a gambling <laughs> problem and every time it's referenced even if it's just like Frankie Four Fingers on the phone with Cousin Avi, who's Dennis Perina's character. Who? <laughs> the guy who goes to London. Uh, you have even lost me now in your explanation. Oh, man. This is... I'm sorry. I just... If they're not like smoking weed on a couch, <laughs> so making it's boob not pineapple jokes, Express. I don't get it. <laughs> But I just like because like how they'll be having conversation and somebody and like cousin Avi tells Frankie Forger is like, but Frankie, stay away from the casinos. And then it does like a quick cut to like yeah. three images of Benicio del Toro in a, a casino getting progressively worse off or like sweating right. profusely, just like three quick freeze frames set over a Viva Las Vegas by yeah. Elvis's song. And so it's just like these quick like moments like that are so fun. Plus, like I said, too, like, like the quick delivery of the lines really sets up and brings a whole lot of really great one liners and everything that throughout the film as well. Like one of them is even given by uh, Dennis Farina, Coven a cousin Avi, when he finds out he has to go to London and try to track down this stone because he's a jeweler over in New York City and he's telling his cronies in his room. He's just like, OK, guys, so uh, we're headed to London and they're like, London. He's like, yes, London, London. And they're like, yeah. And he's like, yes, London. You know, fish, chips, bad food, worse weather, Mary F. Boppins, and just like goes all <laughs> like that. And it's just how he delivers it and goes to the line. And then, even, uh, oh man, I mean, I could just go on tangent after tangent. But the big thing is my probably favorite scene is when Tommy does eventually go meet Brad Pitt's character coming up meeting and that's when you hear Brad Pitt's accent which I can do a terrible job at but it's just like very it's so like <laughs> I don't think you can do any worse Irish than he did. and just so fast you can barely understand him and like he comes up at this one point they're going in to discuss business and like because Tommy's there to try to buy an RV or caravan as they call them as they the word for them over there in England is and so he's like they're walking in and there's a dog just like tied up next to one of them and, and Mickey's Mickey Brad Pitt's just like you like dogs and <laughs> Steve is like I mean, Tommy's like, what? He's like, dogs, you like dogs? He's like, oh, dogs. Yeah, I like dogs. It goes on for a lot he's longer. He's like, I like caravan more. And he's just like, all right, yeah. And just like, always like, everything is like that. You can't understand them at all. And they're trying to, even at one point, he's describing like par parts, features of a caravan to him. And he's just like, I'm on the one with the parallel like curtains. And like, it's just, you pick up like every it other word. It literally sounds like that. Yeah, it's you just. <laughs> It's gibberish. just gibberish. And what's funny is all of his companions, they know exactly what he's saying. Yeah. They're just like, they're like, yeah, no. And they're like even like correcting people and and all this stuff. It's just, it just works itself out really well. <laughs> it's, it, I don't know. I, I, I know it like lost you in there, but I feel like it, it's one that if you enjoy a solid heist movie and you like one that does have like, you don't quite know how it's ever going to turn out. Oh yeah. You would great. like this for sure. Yeah. It was a classic heist movie. Yeah. Um, I did like uh, Brad Pitt's mom. Brad Pitt's name is Mickey, right? Yeah. 
I loved his mom. She was like the most Irish looking person <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> There's all these points to it too. Like all these other characters, like the cast, the main cast of characters There's probably like 10 people who are like the main like threads of this story. And so like even I, uh, the one other thing that I like about this too is that the one character who's kind of like this gun runner guy, Boris the Butcher, he's this Russian gangster. He is the bad guy in Mighty Joe Young. If you the do you know which one that is the is there a monkey yeah well it's a giant gorilla it's Charlie yeah. Theron and yeah. um a monkey <laughs> it's not Bill Pullman I don't remember but I know what movie you're yeah. talking about but anyway so he's the bad guy in that and, and is so, he the one who's cutting off arms in this movie yeah <laughs> yeah that's the cutting off arms isn't funny that's not entertaining but to like me. it's funny later when cousin Abby is, is talking it's to talking to Vinnie Jones's character and who's like this hitman type guy who gets called brought in at later on. And they say like, oh, we got the, you know, we're looking at the diamond, trying to get it from this Russian. And he's like, a Russian? Is it Boris the Butcher? <laughs> Boris the Bullet Dodger? And Abby, Abby's like, why do they call him the Bullet Dodger? Because like, he dodges bullets. <laughs> like, he's impossible <laughs> to kill. And so it's just, that's what I mean. Like, these these quick little sharp jokes and everything throughout the whole thing. Just keep it really, there's not really slow moments to it. Oh, no. Definitely not. I would call it like so quick moving. It's spastic even, especially at the beginning as you're learning who the characters are. There were so many of those quick cuts that were like, like what you're talking about with um, Benicio del Toro's character that are like flashbacks to explain who they are, but done so quickly with like spinning and pictures and weird, weird camera tricks and all kinds of shit. Yeah. It's really, I would call it spastic. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's what I mean. That's kind of fits well. Like I was telling you in the Sherlock Holmes movies, and he did it also in the King Arthur movie, like Guy Ritchie will do like some very weird cinematic thing or very uh, stark. I mean, like they stand out, like stylized yeah. stuff. Like the one of my favorite shots that he does is there will be like a character running through the woods and he has a mounted cam on him. And they're running, but the, the the footage is stabilized to the person's head. Right. So the background is like going crazy and looks like all out right. of sorts, but the person's head is like staying perfectly still. It's a very, very... And that's the thing he always does? He does it. He did it in the second Sherlock Holmes movie, and he did it in the King Arthur one that, that I can think of for sure. But like, but even his this style of like the, the multi-arc, character arcs going and coming into one, it kind right. of also is a theme in his movies too. I'm pretty sure... Which we will for now refer to as the love actually right the love actually co- <laughs> uh concept and so like he did that and i'm pretty sure that's how lock stock and two smoking barrels is i've only seen like half of that movie and a long time ago that's surprising and then rock and roller was that way it's kind of like m- several different groups and they all come together all in the same ones that was like his early theme then he branched off into doing like you know the um sherlock holmes and king arthur stuff but yeah, but then like what we mentioned about Madonna, there is a Madonna song in the movie. Yeah, they used Lucky Star multiple times. And then even uh, Vinnie Jones at one point, he's like, oh, I love this track. That was one of my notes is <laughs> why was Lucky Star playing so much. Which that makes sense because they were, he and Ma- Madonna were married at the time. Yep. Well, while this wasn't the most, the biggest of hits. It was still fun to you, watch. It was, it was fun to watch because it is one that like. I kind of assumed this would be my one shot at getting you to watch it. And if it would work, so like this, it's great. The show came along and like, cause or else I didn't know how else I was really. Well, and you were really excited to rewatch it. So. Yeah. Cause it had been a long time since I rewatched it. So if a fast talking, fast moving and action packed 
multi-character arc thriller heist movie is right up your alley. So many adjectives. Then I would say give Snatch a go. Well, before we go, though, we do have to do our favorite segment of the show, Who's Hotter? And I feel like this one has a few good contenders, although I'm pretty sure I know who takes the the cake, and I would say probably both of our cases. I think there's only one option. I believe it is, too. Shall we say it? Say, shall we say it? Shall we say it? The name. <laughs> uh, shall we say the name on the count of three? Three, two, one. Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt. Always and forever. He wears those tattoos well. Yeah. And I'm assuming this is 2000. When did Fight Club come out? No idea. Probably er, after. I would, before? I would say before, but maybe like a couple years before. So he still very much has, he's still in his uh, fighting physique. Fighting physique, which works well. well I mean, since he's, he's always he's always trim and in good shape. Yeah, he's not a Leonardo DiCaprio who lets himself go between roles. He's always in. He's always good looking. Yep, that's true. So it's a pretty easy choice to make. I would. Oh, say. Oh yeah, this absolutely. One. So it's definitely I, just Brad Pitt. Do you think he's hotter in this or now? I think now. I think now too. Like just he's just turning into Robert Redford. Fine wine. Yeah. You know he what looks I mean? good. Yeah. He does look good. Looks real good. Yeah. So just a treat to watch throughout his whole career. <laughs> he's a snack. <laughs> snack indeed. But we've got up on the culture that is snatch. Sam has seen the movie. I could ask her if it's gonna be a rewatch, but I think we already know the answer to that question. <laughs> A resounding no. You can rewatch it. As oh, I'll often rewatch as it as many want. as I want because I love the movie, <laughs> and it's definitely not the last time I'll be watching it for sure. But do you, dear listener, have thoughts on Snatch? Have you seen this movie or enjoy any other of Guy Ritchie's films? Well, let us know. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Catch Up Culture. Thanks for listening, and come back in a couple of weeks for another Culture Catch Up Cinematic Adventure.